Mm, yeah. Yeah, I was going to try to use my phone. Do I sound okay? Because normally I use my microphone and all that. But yeah. I um, tried to email me email the link to myself, but it didn't work. <laughs> so yeah. I just did it through Twitter. Well, shoot. Well, as you see myself, I don't have a mic or anything like that, you know, mm, period. But okay. for you people that's listening on Spotify and everything, this is audio. So no, no video mm. this week. So, but trust me, I, I can see it. She's, she's beautiful. <laughs> Sexy blonde lady, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing fine. I'm doing fine. Uh, just got finished cooking dinner and um, mm. getting ready for this wonderful show because I I love talking to other podcasts just as much as I love talking to sex workers mm. and porn stars because uh, one, I don't get to talk to people that's actually in my field, you know, period of what I've what I'm doing because I'm retired porn star, so now I'm a complete podcaster. So, mm-hmm. and how long have you been podcasting? Oh, uh, let's see. I started in January of 21. Mm. Mm. Okay. And what made you decide to start a podcast? Well, I was originally just writing and creating content that way. And people heard my voice on Twitter and people kept saying to me, you should start a podcast. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. (laughs) I was like, that's not going to happen. And it sounded like so much work. And I'm like, I can't do that. And so more people kept saying it to me and I'm like, well, maybe I should. And at the same time, I was getting into audiobooks. So I was doing audio that way. And so it just kind of happened at the same time where I started the podcast and started doing audiobooks right around the same time frame. Yeah, because like even with me, I started, yeah, you can say 2000, what, 2020? Um, Pandemic, retiring from the game and everything. And Mm -hmm. like you, I did not want to do video. Now, I eventually Mm -hmm. evolved to video. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it, all because people just kept saying you, you're not going to do video you know you have to show our face I'm like I really don't because video is way easier to edit audio than it is video it you is know? oh for sure yeah mm-hmm. it's it's fucking crazy but but like I said but what I love uh, is that not only you have guests on your show you also do erotic uh, stories. I was listening to to one of your latest ones, your latest episode, and I was like, uh, you were talking about oh, sex in the shower. I lost. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about <laughs> sex in the shower, and mm-hmm. I am sorry. I love sex in the shower. So, do you love sex in the shower? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's my. a fantastic place to do that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because um, the. It was it was very good. I'm, I'm not even going to front and very descriptive, um, <laughs> and everything. So, how do you get your inspiration for your erotic stories? Um, all different places. Uh, the one that particular one was when I did um, erotic improv. When I do that, I just sit down and I just tell a story off the top of my head, um, oh, which I yeah I tend to do that on the the podcast periodically, and it's it's mm-hmm. definitely fun. It's it, it's kind of like you're just spinning a fantasy live. And so I I sometimes I do have to edit a little bit, like if I repeat myself or 
I have a giant space, but I don't have to do too much editing to it. So otherwise I do write them out, but um, I do the erotic improv as well. So. Ooh, most definitely. And with that being said, hello smokers and welcome to the Smokers Lounge. I know who I am, Kevin Alford, Southern Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. We take our four sponsors that we got. The first one being the Facebook, the LS community, LSworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game, racismmagazine.com. And next up, the newest place where you can listen and watch the premium smoke room. And for you content creators, we're talking about 90% profit, no hashtag issues. You can post wherever you want, and you ain't got to worry about getting bumped off. Or getting bumped off like you, like you, like they're doing on OnlyFans. And for your consumers, a new place to consume your Triple H content, I'm talking about none other than ExciteBunny.com. And last but not least, award-winning, award-nominated, I'm talking about voiceover with your smut. That's right, a little erotic stories with your porn, as well as they have virtual reality for all you people that love use your Oculus. I'm talking about none other than BlushErotica.com. We're a proud member of the GW District. Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and buy something, why don't you? Also, you can check me out as well as this sexy lady five days out the week in the mornings at fullswapradio.com. That's right, where you can catch that real smoke as we talk about the realness in sex work, sexuality, and everything else up under the sun. Also, check me out on skyhawkapital.tv.com as well as BGP LLG. Yeah, LLC. Now, with that being said, I'm about to shut up and let this sexy lady whose voice matches the description, who gives basically orgasms and mental orgasms with her words. And fuck yeah, she's a great podcaster. I'm going to shut up and let her introduce herself. Go ahead, baby. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, I am Bruin Willow. And my podcast is Oh Fuck Yeah with Bruin Willow. And yes, I'm on the Full Swap Radio as well, the network. And I write erotica and I do audiobooks as well. So yeah, Good. so much fun. Yeah, because it's kind of like people don't realize that you can be a sex worker with audio. <laughs> audio is amazing. People and people love audio, you know, it's it's definitely growing for sure. Yeah, because even with the podcast um, genre, mm -hmm. it, 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 to see how many people, even from my side of the fence, are now doing podcasts, telling their stories um, and everything. And also what's beautiful about our genre, because we're in sexuality, is that we really get to have fun when we get to talk about sex and mm -hmm. kinks. <laughs> and fetishes and all that good stuff. And yes. which I know that our side of the cover is, understand this is very, 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 very saturated because it's a lot of us. <laughs> Especially right. women. Because mm -hmm. it's like women love to hear other women talk about sex. Men, not so much. Yeah. I find it interesting. So with you, like, how did you come up with the concept for your podcast? you know, um, the name and the whole nine, like what you were going to do. Cause with me, everything happened organically. I, I I came into it with no expectations because one, I come from a world where, you know, I have Instagram application with a sale of a scene. We don't get that with podcasting money-wise. 
You know, it's more of a label of love anyway. So it's right. kind of like my stuff kind of just evolved organically. As it happened, I reacted. I wasn't proactive. So how did you come up with the concept for your podcast and the whole nine? Well, I knew I wanted to do something with erotica. And I originally just started off doing the erotic fiction only. And that the old fuck yeah came from because I always used to say that as part of my tweets. So I kind of started doing audio by doing tweets. So I would read little snippets of erotica and post it on Twitter. And that's kind of how people heard my voice. And I used to say, oh, fuck yeah. So it kind of became my like little catchphrase. So then I decided to have that just be the name. And of course, you can't use the word fuck. So you have to, they made me put the little star there instead of the U. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's a star. But I say, fuck you. I say, oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck yeah. No, fuck you. Oh, fuck yeah. So um, I, I say that and it's totally fine. And so I started off just doing erotica. And then I started thinking, gosh, I, I might enjoy doing some interviews. So I started doing interviews and that's really exploded. And so I want to include both because I... Mm. I've learned so much. I've talked to so many amazing people. So I kind of do it now where I have Tuesdays, I do an erotic fiction episode, and then Fridays, I do air the interviews. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sorry, the interviews, bad. Because I, I pre record all my stuff. So I, I like, mm -hmm. I might get like a month ahead in interviews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it, like with me, I enjoy hearing people's stories. Mm -hmm. them telling me about their lives or whatever, especially in the business that I'm in, that yeah. I used to mm -hmm. and everything. And it's kind of like, to me, and tell me about if I'm if, if, if I'm not, because we about to pod real fast. We about to get to this pod thing, you know. You know it seems like women have became more of a leader in sexuality than men. Right. Mm -hmm. In this day and age. Yeah, and, true. and it's kind of like, you have more women more open. You have more women, you know what I'm saying, willing to say they're bisexual, they're into women. Right. More women mm -hmm. into poly, more women interested in swinging. Why do you think that? Why why in this area, it's in this era, women has now been kind of leader in the in, in, in the realm of sexuality? I think women are becoming more outspoken and more, I think they're just kind of rising up. And so mm -hmm. it's just kind of happening. Um and I think that women are empowered to do it. And mm. I, I wish all women were empowered to talk about sexuality. I mean, some are still really scared to talk about it or ashamed or fearful. Mm. So, and I, I like to talk about it openly also because I like to model that for other people. Be like, look, I'm a woman. I can talk about this. I can talk about this openly and in public. And mm. I hope that other women will see that and maybe think they can be more open too. Yeah, because um, because it's funny you always hear the conversation about women in their prime, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm one of the few men that sit here and say, "No, nah, I think women in their prime in their thirties and their forties," because mm -hmm. y'all don't give a shit after a while, <laughs> right? <laughs> what that's you think true. that is? Kind of like I really don't give a fuck. Fuck it, I like that, fuck. that's where I'm at. Yeah, I'm gonna do what I want. I don't give a fuck. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so with you, so. With um, in, in order to do a lot of stories and stuff like that, of course you got to be a, have a serious imagination and a very dirty mind, you right. know, which yeah. translates <laughs> to bedroom. So, 
How freak nasty are you? <laughs> oh, I definitely enjoy trying different things. Um, yeah, I love to role play. Um, I haven't done like a lot of serious BDSM, just really light stuff there. But um, yeah, I, I love exhibitionism, voyeurism, all that stuff I think is very sexy. Um, outdoor sex, I think is very sexy as well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty open to trying things and you gotta have fun with it. And, and you might as well explore your sexuality and your fantasies because we're only here on earth for a short time. We might as well enjoy that and explore it because you only get one chance to do it all, you know? Yeah, because um, because it's like all the, the females that I like I have talked to, they do a lot of poetry, what have you. Yeah, they freaks. It gets down, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, uh-huh. and but you also it's a turn on to hear a woman mm-hmm. do a, a voiceover, you know, what I'm saying for a rock story or mm-hmm. uh, uh, erotic poetry or or, or any of that and right. everything. And also at the same token, a lot of people don't realize how erotic poetry, especially when you do it in the, the podcast format. Um, because I'm surprised you ain't got a night flirt. That's just me. Uh, <laughs> you know, period. But like I said, it's kind of like it's it's like an audio form. You know, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, now I'm going to ask you this. Have you been flagged by Spotify? <laughs> just, I just got to ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's really fun to act it out. I love to act it out. I love to act out different characters and different types of erotica like I've done narration for audiobooks for multiple authors and it's so much fun to do the different different things um it's really it's really just so much fun to do <laughs> I love doing it yeah now, now, now how hot and bothered you get when you do your erotic stories oh I definitely do um yeah there's sometimes I stop and play I mean you know and I think if you turn your own self on that's a good sign right because uh, you know, if you're turned on, you're probably going to turn other people on. And it's just a, a really fun way to immerse yourself into your sexuality and sensuality and, and listening to audio, erotica, and porn, any of that kind of stuff. You know, there's different levels, of course. There's some have more romance and some have less. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, because um, because I know, like, in porn, because everything then became so desensitized. So mm-hmm. it's like now becoming more extreme or what Um and one of the things I think that has been missing in porn has been the storytelling, which yeah part mm-hmm. of, the, of what you do with the erotica. And that funny that I mentioned blush erotica because they do the erotic story and poetry while they're doing with their porn and what have you. It's like with um with some of your stories, like how far out do you write them? Um, it's kind of all different. So I've got several series going. I've written full-length novels and also short stories. So right now I'm writing the final installment of one of my series, the erotic rom-com series. Um, and that is the sex challenge series. So but I write pretty quickly. Like I can write 4,000 words in a morning. I, my latest book, which is 
I think 84,000 words. I wrote that in about five months and that's while doing everything else. So I write pretty quickly. So once I get it done and I get my editor to go through it, then I'll publish it. I don't usually sit on it for very long because I just want to get it out there. Um, and yeah, interesting brush erotica. I think I have a story on their site. <laughs> uh, if you don't uh, send a photography, you might want to book her to write one of those stories, you know, and even do the voiceover because that voice is sexy. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. They um, unless they took my story down, I did write a story for them uh, oh, two years ago. So, cool. <laughs> so, 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 do you uh, practice in the swinger lifestyle? I, know, I see you know you did like BDSM and stuff of that nature. Um, and you like do you participate in swinging poly? I don't. I I am interested in that, but I haven't made that move. But yeah, that's definitely a, an interest of mine for sure. Um, but I definitely love to narrate it and write it for sure. I've done that multiple times in multiple books and stories. Yeah, because I even noticed, like, even with, like, because I watch Tubi a lot, I see a lot of movies centered around swinging and, and poly. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Now, some of it, a lot of it ends on a bad note, which mm -hmm. I don't know why they always want to do this shit, you know, on a bad note. And then somebody on a good note away. So mm -hmm. um my my question is to you is if a couple wants to do the swinging thing, positive, mm -hmm. who is better to bring it up, the woman or the man? Well, I have talked to so many coaches and people that are, you know teach people how to move into that type of lifestyle. And they often say, it's often a woman who brings it up. Um, I don't know if that's better or not, but they said frequently, very frequently, it is the woman who brings it up. And usually one partner wants to do it and the other one is kind of reluctant. But they've, they've seen, I've talked to so many people that have ushered people into that particular lifestyle. And some say, you know, the, the one who is hesitant, sometimes eventually is the one who's completely gung ho. And so you just never know how it's gonna go. <laughs> you just never know how it's gonna go. And I think people don't know until they try stuff, you know? I mean, you don't really know if you like something until you try it out. Yeah, cause I don't think we allow ourselves the grace of discovery when it comes mm -hmm. to our sexuality. Right. Um, even like when, when I sit there like, when I was watching the movie today, which was funny and it was like the wife wanted to try swinging and couple swapping mm -hmm. to spice mm -hmm. their marriage but she right. said she wanted it to be that it was to make him hot for her mm -hmm. and i was like oh they don't make any sense because you do realize he's fucking new pussy so <laughs> <laughs> But some people say that happens to them. Like they get turned on by like, oh, that's my, that's my partner. And it's just something new. And it's just, I've, I've heard of that happening for couples where it's, it rejuvenates them and yeah. makes them more turned on. And I think it's not going to be for everybody, obviously, but for some people it really works. But see, to me, I think what it comes down to is one, because just with this movie um, and a couple mm -hmm. of movies is that the how can I put this? It was always a man that was reluctant 
Because a lot of the movies, it was the woman that brought it up. Mm. And the mistake in this movie was you didn't go into it trying it as in we're going to spice the marriage. You, okay, spoiler alert to the movie. Mm. Everybody got mad and we got killed, but that ain't the <laughs> but the point being was she was mad because he was enjoying himself with the other chick because they mm. weren't having sex mm-hmm. so I kind of look at how you go into it is yeah. how it's going to actually work out you know right, because right. a lot of times you can't use this to save your marriage no, you use no. it to spice it I think she yeah. was trying to do it to save her marriage yeah, you're you. If you're not in a good place in in your relationship, you should not move into swinging at all. Um, you need to be <clears throat> solid in your relationship before you go into that. And it's it's more about wanting pleasure for your partner than it is any variety and just excitement and different and something new and novel. But if you're in a bad place in your relationship, that's probably the worst thing you could do is to go and start swinging, because you're probably not going to stay together. You know. Uh, hell no. But see, but see, the, the thing about it is that so many people, because social media where everything, that just the way it goes. Because I had a conversation about traditional relationships or marriages versus non-traditional. And I said mm-hmm. there's never been such thing as traditional marriage. It was a concept that was made by Christianity. But if you mm-hmm. look through history, there was never right. a traditional <laughs> exactly it's it's relatively new yeah mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of like it, to me it's like like i said the women that lead but it's like the men well it's kind of like the men we still haven't grasped it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it mm-hmm. because it's like for example i i, I had to give an example when men talk about pegging, they still say pegging is gay. Right. It's not gay. Exactly. Um, right. You know, you have some dudes who they they want to be in the party, but ain't got the balls to say it to that woman, but they're sitting there and cheat like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, period. So it's kind of like to me, I it's I'm going to ask you this. Is it because men don't have a safe space to speak about their sexuality more so than women? Because it seems like y'all are more free to talk to each other about your sexuality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. That's true. And, and I've had people say to me, you know, if I posted what you post online, people would, you know, call me a pervert. They would hate me. And that. Yeah. so I know too that there, there is a difference of what women can do posting and talking about with sexuality that isn't as easy for men to do. And that's just, that's true. I think that's, it's, it's a double standard. It's too bad, but I think it's, I think it's accurate. No, because it, it, it makes us look weak to, like I said, men, we're more petty than y'all. We care more about the next <laughs> It's kind of sad. Yeah, because it's to the point where, like, if uh, a man dates a woman that does only things, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I don't think, okay, I'll ask you this. If you date a man that did OnlyFans, would you get as much flack as a man that would date a woman that does OnlyFans? 
Right. I mean, I think it, it, there are different views for men and women. I think that that's really tough to get through and work through. And I, yeah, I think that society just views men and women differently with sexuality. And it's interesting how that women are able to talk with each other more. I don't know. I think they're probably not as likely to talk about it with men, but um, am I losing power on my earbuds? No, no, I can hear you clear, clear. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. I think one of my earbuds might have just died. Oh. He sounds, he sounds I, perfect to me. <laughs> I think the one works, so I'm going to try plugging it in and see if that will okay. charge. But it seems to be working with just the one. I heard the sound of it losing power. So I'm like, it's losing power. See, I don't even realize the things we had to go through as podcasters with some of these uh, the platforms that we use, the equipment. You know, um, like I recently got a new laptop, but the problem with the laptop is the audio sucks. Ah. So, so I had two couple episodes that I was listening to and like, ah, it just hurt me. So, oh my goodness. So I see that you have a subscription side of your podcast. Um, I do. I do. I started doing that. And so I do have subscribers, which is really fun. And so I'm trying to put things on there weekly uh, for people. So yeah, it's that's been going well. So, you know, hopefully it continues to grow. It's definitely a challenge to create all of what I'm creating and do the um, subscriptions too. But I also have a subscription on um, Substack and Patreon. So I do some cross posting of things there. So, because I know some people who follow or are a subscriber in one spot. I don't feel that because I, I have mine on Excite Buddy and Spotify. Um, okay, which, yep. Which, which actually, the video was starting in January. It'll be no video except for the main podcast. It'll be just audio okay. from the smoke room. They want to see the, art, the video, they got to be Excite Buddy because. I got tired of getting takedown notices. And it's funny because mm. it's, it's two podcasts they always fuck with. It's the <laughs> other one they don't mess with. But that one they do more. Yeah, I get some taken down there too. Um, and it doesn't always make sense. And I don't understand why it happens. Like is someone complaining, someone reporting it? Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, with mine with video, granted, yes, the ladies are showing tips, okay, but it says in right. the bylaws, as long as they do it for educational purposes, right. it's okay. Yeah, it's educational purposes, but it's behind a paywall, so it's kind of like to me. And I mean, I've been hearing shit about Spotify anyway, but but the thing yes. about it is, it's kind of like when you went through trying to figure out, you know. One, where, one, who to go through with your podcast. And not only that, when you start doing subscription, who to go through for your subscriptions. So how well, did you? The, the platform that I chose was Buzzsprout and I just researched a bunch of places and that was one that was recommended. And then um, they actually do the subscription through the Buzzsprout. So all I, it's all the same, which is really nice. So I just either check the box for exclusive episode or I don't. So mm -hmm. it's really quite easy. They made it really easy and it hasn't been around that long. I think they started it last spring, I think is yeah. when they started the, the whole subscription level. 
And see, it's funny because, like, when I be listening to the bigger podcast, and trust me, people probably think like the bigger podcast, they got a lot of subscribers and stuff like that. You'd be surprised. They probably don't. <laughs> right. Well, and but, you know, what I think is really BS is that they give them more leeway than they do the smaller podcasts. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they, they give them more, um, and they're more willing to look the other way if they do something that's explicit or something. You know what? They're just, they treat them differently, unfortunately. Yeah, because I guess because they because they generate the money. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's people 100, some of these fuckers use bots. Right. A lot of these people, fan base are not really organic. And what right. Because it's kind of like, it's like you ever catch yourself. Because I, I, I sometimes make a mistake and do it myself. Keep up with the Joneses to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like seeing what the, the other podcast, because because if you're a podcaster, you do listen to other podcasts mm-hmm. that, that sometimes that, you know, you want to listen to. So do you ever find yourself like keep up with the Joneses to a certain extent? Um, I try to just keep doing my own thing because everybody says the way you're going to be successful is to be yourself. So if you're copying somebody else, then you're not being genuine to yourself and you know, you're, you're going to be like them. So then you're not going to be unique anymore. So I try to, I mean, even though I do listen to other podcasts and it does can give me ideas, but I try to just do what I want to do. And, but, but I also have such a wide range of, of sexuality topics that I enjoy. So I write everything from, you know, I, I just wrote a cuckold story. You know, I, I, I love to write, I, I just married a hot wife story. I, I've done lesbian erotica, uh, heterosexual, multiple partner. I'm kind of all over the place because that's kind of how my interests are. So I, I just kind of, I'm not one of these writers that niche down in a particular area. Like I know some writers who only do hot wife, you know, that's all they do. Um, I, yeah. I don't think I could ever do that. I'm just too varied and I like variety. Yeah, because I mean, the only time I tell stories anything from like my tales uh, as a porn star, like behind the scenes, what have you, and then and for the most part, but the, the main reason why I even looked at well, how I, my podcast came to be was mm-hmm. low key. I was trying to be like Joe Button almost. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what's funny was when I started talking about my porn shit. That's when I started to get listeners. It right. seemed like it right because you're being you. You're being you and your experiences, right? You're being genuine. Yeah, and people people know that and they like that. So it was just funny. And then, like I said, then when I did the interviews, that's when I started noticing people wanted to, you know, they were enjoying the interviews. And they enjoyed mm-hmm. me bringing ladies back away. So mm-hmm. would you, like, how do you set your schedule for you to record um, editing and all that? Because I know some, I, me, because I know the level that I record, mm-hmm. I sometimes wear it myself. <laughs> oh, Yeah. It can be a challenge for sure, but um, it is hard to keep up on it sometimes. But and I, I for my interviews, I'm behind, kind of like you are. I, I usually like I have interviews that aren't that are already done and recorded, but they won't air until late November. So I get people contacting me rather pretty frequently to come be on my podcast. Like I don't generally go out and seek people. People are actually coming to me and saying. Can I be on your podcast? And so that's a huge honor for me too, to, to have people actually come to me and be like, you know, I want to be on your podcast. Or I've heard this reputation about how you interview or 
I just want to be on your show. It's, it's a huge honor for me yeah. to have people come to me like that. That's just huge. I, I'm sorry. I'm jealous because I got to go chase mine. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I I, well, I and I do understand that. I do another podcast too under my real name, and and that one I do have to chase people down. But that one is much newer, and I've spent I have spent I've I've done a lot a less spent a lot less time on that one. But yeah, so I know what it's like to try to chase people down and be like, hey, I, sometimes I will. If I see somebody on Instagram, I'm like, hey, you want to come on my show? Like if they look interesting, they're their description sounds like it will fit, be fit, and or if they sound interesting. So I, I do ask some people. It's not like they all come to me. There's some people that I do reach out to and be like, hey, you sound really interesting. Would you want to come on my show? So it's not all everybody coming to me, but I'm just honored that people do come to me, you know? I mean, yeah, because it's like, it's funny about whenever I eventually go to a convention, I want to see how many people are in that convention that actually interview <laughs> Right, right. Well, that's a great way to network and be like, hey, do you want to come on my show, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I mean, even with me, I knew I was going to do this when I was going, when I, when I decided to retire. Mm-hmm. And um, to keep it 100 so people understand, is there money in this? Yeah, not really. <laughs> um, right. Unless, one, because I ain't even going to front, the Spotify's and all that kind of fucked it up. Because they threw money at motherfuckers and the shit didn't work out. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you like know, you can get some ads, but yeah, it's yeah, I get I do get ads and I have the yeah. subscriptions. So in those ways I do make money. But yeah, it, it's it's not that easy to make money with a podcast. You know, it's 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 work and it takes a while and you know. And see, and what I want is the interaction with the fans, like them this mm-hmm. question. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. And oh, for sure. Yeah, cause it just feel like, but see, it, it, that's one thing that I see with this. It takes time. It does take time. Yeah. It takes yeah. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna, but I will admit this. We some bad people because we hold people's attention mm-hmm. for more than 10 or 15 or 20 minutes. Right. It's so true. I mean, and that's really, that's unusual, right? And I think everybody's attention spans get shorter and shorter. So the fact that we can do that is quite amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like to know that you're a part of somebody's day or, or, or their, yes. their, their, their and because we want to say that because my ass end up be like certain podcasts, like clockwork, I listen to it when I know it, mm-hmm. when it drops, and then if it don't drop that day, it's kind of weird. Right. It's true. It is good to stick to a schedule. So, and I've been throwing in some extra ones lately, so I'm probably throwing people off, but so, you know, sometimes I've done three, three podcasts a week. So I had them ready. I'm like, I just thought I would throw it out there, but yeah, it's, it, a schedule is good. So shoot. So how do you balance it? You, you, your personal life, your podcast, your, your, your writing and everything. Uh, well, I am pretty much a workaholic and I don't sleep a lot. So um, <laughs> I, I, I I crank out a fair amount of content and I just keep going. So, I mean, I'm always writing. I'm always creating new audiobooks, more podcasts. So it's just, it is pretty grueling, but I create content pretty quickly. So it works for me. Um, like I said before, I write pretty quickly too. So and you know, I, I I try to do as many 
audiobooks as I can as well, because that's another area that's growing that people really enjoy is the whole audiobook arena. And, you know, there are multiple places that will accept erotic audiobooks as well. So that's, um, oh, that's yeah. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because, um, because that was the one thing that I, I discussed with ladies and porn, is finding opportunities outside of porn that may not involve you having sex. Mm-hmm. This is like right. one, one of those things, you know, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked to female that is an author. Um, shots out for the Gemini. Um, mm-hmm. Ladies that co-produce movies and stuff of that nature. So with mm-hmm. you, it's kind of like, um, I know you planning to probably publish some works and some books or what have you and everything. So for you, uh, it, 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 because you're a podcaster, you do write stories, and you're probably going to eventually become an author and just go ahead and say, are we going to be here and seeing you tour in the next two to three years? <laughs> well, I we, already have... We're going to have a fuck yeah tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. But um, I Can you hear me? I think my earbud yeah. just died. Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? me? Okay. Yeah, I still hear you. Um, well, I have quite a few books out already, and I I publish them quite frequently, um, as often as I can. And yeah, I don't know if I'll ever go on a tour. That would be, you know, I would have to show my face in public. So you never know, but <laughs> at this point, I haven't. But you just, I don't know who knows what the future see, will hold. No, I'm going to tell you what was mind-blowing to me, right? Because, like, when I look at horrible decisions, poor minds, and, and, and even at another podcast that I ran across, the fact that they're doing tours is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. I never thought that a podcast could actually have a live show. Right. That people would sit there and listen to you talk. Right. That's amazing. That's really amazing. For real. Yeah. I, I, was, I was thinking, like, you got, you got to have some serious talk game to have <laughs> a whole building sold out just to hear you talk about sex and topics. Right. That's so amazing. <laughs> I mean, because because I because it's like of course a lot of people do podcasts, trying mm-hmm. to do podcasts. Right. But to me, the keys to having a successful podcast is one, you got to be an entertaining host, and two, mm-hmm. you got to have something that is entertaining for them to listen to. You know. Right. Now, my question to you is how. I'm pretty sure your base is strong with women because, of course, women love rock. Right. But how much of your base is men? Actually, when I look at the statistics and the analytics, I have more male listeners than I do men. But the interesting oh. thing is, and, and my subscribers are kind of split down the middle, the mm-hmm. half women and half men. So there are quite a few men that that do listen to my podcast, and I don't the one thing I haven't done to, is to compare if they're listening more to the erotica or the yeah. podcast interviews. So that's yeah. something I need to probably sift through and see if I can even figure that out. It probably would take me a bit of time to figure all that out. But um, I, People give me feedback on the, the interviews, that they enjoy them. They do get less mm. um, downloads than the erotic uh, erotica does. And I don't know if that's because they're different topics and they don't appeal to everyone. Some of the topics or the guests don't appeal to everyone. 
not really sure, but uh, that is definitely a, a trend that I do see. Yeah, okay, like, yeah, y'all get full disclosure tonight. Uh, like I said, because even when I look at, like, my numbers, it's mm -hmm. like, it felt like I got to a plateau, so now I'm trying to figure out what can I do to bust the ceiling. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Because if, if, if people pay attention to this podcast, pay attention to your numbers, your numbers sometimes hit what is called a steady pace, where it stays here for a minute. <laughs> so now you're trying to figure out, okay, what can I do with these shows to make go up? Go up. You know, period. Oh, yeah. Can you hear me? It's Oh, and now I can hear you. Yeah. I think it's because yeah. my, my my earbuds died. So oh. now it's through my phone. Can you can you hear me though? Yeah, yeah, I can see hear you great. Yeah. So okay. do you have moments where like when you look at the numbers, you like God is it just too steady or they're not moving. You you, you get where I'm coming from. Yeah, sometimes I'm kind of confused why things do better than others. Um, but I find that a lot of my multiple partner or the, the milk stuff does really well. The threesomes stories do really well. So people tend to really like those. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'm kind of perplexed. I'm like, I thought so, you know, I thought that everyone would like this. And then it ends up being an episode that's less listened to. So yeah, I don't really understand why that is, but I'm going to try turning this up. Yeah. Cause it's like, even with me, like, like when I, because like right now, I'm not able to get any ad money because I didn't hit the thousand, you know, listener plateau from last month. And yep. I know part of it because I've been slack on my promotion, plus the COVID got before a week or what have you. But it's kind of like, it's like trying to find even a guest or the topic that I know would generate more listeners. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, period. Yeah. Even to the point with like with the subscriptions. You know, mm -hmm. what I need to do to get more subscribers. You know, period. But trust and believe, like I said, I mean, I am happy with that. When I see when I see a subscriber hit, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because I mean, because think about it. It's we're we're getting them to subscribe to us talking. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mine got video, but I mean, yeah, the girl show tits, but she's not really doing anything. Right. So, with you, like, when it comes to you, how do you pick the topic that you want for your subscription versus the topics that you're going to drop on your record? Yeah, I'm still kind of trying to work that out. But right now, what I'm doing for the subscription, I'll do either a lot of the erotic improv stories or i will actually take my audiobooks that i have for sale other places and then i will offer those to my subscribers so then um they can get the audiobooks that you'd have to pay for elsewhere through the subscription so that's one thing I've done. But yeah, it's it's something I'm trying to work out about which ones to do where. Sometimes I've done an episode on the podcast that's free. And then I do like a part two as the subscription. 
so that the people who are in the subscription level can get the extra stuff that, and then if the other people want to hear mm -hmm. more, then they would need to join the subscription as well. Yeah, I saw a video there, so. Yes, that's why I love talking to pod mommies because we could talk some podcast shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some real podcast shit. So, um, I know it's kind of funny. Have you had, have you ran into any fans? I have not. And um, there are a few people who know who I am and they, they're on, you know, like on Twitter, there's a few people that know who I really am, um, but there aren't that many and nobody has recognized me yet. I'm always wondering if someone will recognize my voice. In fact, that's why I first was very hesitant to do the podcast and do audiobooks. I'm like, what if someone recognizes my voice? When, I, when I'm trying to be someone who is anonymous as Ruin Willow, what if somebody recognizes my voice someday? And that could happen. It hasn't happened yet, but... Um, It'll be interesting when that happens if it does. <laughs> well, shoot, I mean, it, it like I don't think you can get the same scrutiny as you would if you get porn. So <laughs> I was tripping over like I can't believe you do that type of audio. Right? God, what's wrong with you? Right. <laughs> like audio, well, like, shit, y'all is the way to that in music. Right. <laughs> But no, but like I like like I, but I mean it's that's one part of sex work that is like the most least talked about is the audio side of it. Right. You know, period. It, the reason I try to stay um anonymous is because I do write under my real name as well. And I have run into erotica authors who do that as well, and they've been turned down if the publisher finds out they also write erotica. So they are getting blackballed. Mm from the publishing Indeed. which is horrible you know like you know and, and they i don't know if they i mean so i try to keep it separate for that reason too because i don't want people to be you know saying no to me because i also write erotica because people are so judgmental about sex and sexuality it's it's this horrible thing that's just you know it's actually getting worse that's interesting that you said that because you would think when it comes to books, you would have to go through that. Right. Because it's a book. It's it's audio. It's right. Um you're writing, you know, mm -hmm. period. It's 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 not even music. I'm I'm like, what the fuck? I, once again, I'm like, we got songs talking about WAP and you can you get blackballed <laughs> because you wrote wrote about dude getting getting some heads. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. But that's crazy, yo. It's crazy. I mean, this is the natural act of sex and people are so hyper about it. It's just ridiculous. And now there's a whole pushback with some of the the pay the the processing payers of like Medium and Substack are starting to now say we won't we won't we won't pay you if you write erotica. And so I know several people who are losing their some of their ways they earn money because they're refusing to support, you know, pay accept payment because they write erotica. That is crazy, yo. Crazy? It's kind of like the whole yeah. only thing where they said, no, we can't have this stuff here anymore. Then they ended up, you know, going back to doing it. But it's 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 now oh. to hit uh, erotica authors. I just found two people, two 
of my peers who write erotica who are now not able to sell subscriptions on Medium and Substack because the pay the, the company that collects the subscription money said we won't support you, we won't give you money anymore. You cannot money can't go through us because that, that's why I said as much as people say we are progressive as a country or a society. No, we're conservative as fuck, especially when it comes to money. Yeah, like so you see that, and it's like it's back to the the puritanical prudeness, you know. It's like people want this content. Why is it so hard to just let people have it if they want it? It's ridiculous. Because it's people don't want people to be sexually free. Right, that's true. They don't. They don't want men to be sexually free, especially men. Women, they can't help it. Y'all, there's nothing they can do about y'all. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But for men, it's, we, we're not supposed to talk about sex. Right. You know, and, and trust and believe, uh, a man can't go to the barbershop and say, yeah, me and my wife went to this swinger club last night, man, this dude fucked the brace on my wife. They gonna look at him like he crazy. Right. You know, I don't care what race, right? In background, trust me, it's gonna be the same reaction. You, you wild, <clears throat> you know, food. So even with porn to a certain extent, it's they got you see how they censoring everything else. You can't put this up there. Uh I had a video where I had a girl that was hypnotized. They they took oh. down the half of the video. They you hate know, that. Hate that. Yeah. You know, it's it's like they want taboo to stay taboo, but they won't but they want it to be normalized. Right. So they can make the money, but they still want to keep it taboo. You can't have it both ways. Right. It's so fucked up. I mean it just is. It is frustrating. Mm. You see, so even authors go through what porn stars go through. Right. Well, and the other thing is Amazon will publish our books, but they won't let us advertise. So we can't buy ads, which I think is crazy that people who write, you know, about murder and war and serial killers, they can buy ads to advertise their books on Amazon. And people like me who write the book, The Natural Act of Sex, cannot purchase ads on Amazon just to advertise our books. Asinine. It's crazy. Like I said, it's, it's these platforms. And it's that's why God bless a child to have his own, has his or her own. Mm-hmm. Because when you own the platform, you kind of control yeah. how it works. That's right. why, yeah, it's even with an author, author better off having a website. Mm-hmm. Damn. It, funny how I talk about dot com, and we ain't even talking about porn here. We just talking about straight up erotic stories and pictures. And I right. say you need a website. Yeah, you need to be a, a way. It, it, even to the point with your book, a way for you to even make your own book to mm-hmm. sell to people. You know, because even because I see that with some of these wrestling books, some of these mm-hmm. wrestling authors, they publish their own shit because they're changing the rules. Right. Period. Yeah, you they know? will. like Medium just totally changed their rules. And so people are now getting screwed who had a, a huge following and were making money on Medium are now told that, you know, we can't pay you anymore. 
And that is fucking crazy, yo. It is fucking crazy. I mean, totally. There are publishers out there who are more open to things like Smashwords is one. And, and even Amazon will do certain things. They have certain things they don't want. They do have things they say are they will not publish. But, you know, there are places that will publish it. Kobo, Walmart, um, Barnes & Noble. But they all still have their their standards. But, yeah. Damn. See people. There you go. So oh man. Ah. That's why we do podcasts, ladies and gentlemen, to tell y'all the fucking real about this bullshit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So glad that podcasts exist because it's a place where we can talk about stuff and publish things and talk about these things that are not allowed other places. Yeah. You know, that that's why and also I get to save my opinion. In yeah. my car. And yep. I got you can't cancel me because I can care less. <laughs> well, and the thing is you're on so many different apps. So like if one platform were to kick you off, there's there's so many other apps that you can still be on, which is fantastic. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I just find it funny that now becoming too hot for Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I think it's yeah. I don't, the deal is with that like why some of my episodes are getting taken down and others aren't i have absolutely no idea and see what's crazy is yours is audio that video like i said because mine is right. video, but it shows me right there that these platforms are so worried about what vj mastercard is going to do mm-hmm. and honestly they don't even Actually, it's like they make, let's be honest, they're making money off the advertisers. Right. So it's kind of like no matter what, these advertisers are going to advertise on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's the most, it's, it's, it's the most searched, it's the most uh, uh, went to website out there. Right. So you telling me that because a couple of your shit got, some sets in it, <laughs> audio wise, or 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 it's a video behind a paywall or subscription. You know, so that funny. Actually, I have a free one where a girl flash in the beginning. They ain't touched that yet. They ain't oh. touched. <laughs> but but it's funny. My 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 the paywall one where people pay. Y'all yeah. fuck with. Makes right. no sense. No, you know, just- but. It makes no sense at all. I just, I don't get it. And, you know, I, I do know that um, Fansly, they just went through this whole thing with this processor too. And what they did was now they will pay you as a direct deposit to your bank account. They're not going through anybody. They'll just do direct deposit, which I thought was really interesting that that's how they dealt with it. They're like, screw you, all you processing things. They're just doing direct deposit. Yeah. But see, but see, but like I said, the problem is is that people is so worried about MasterCard and Visa. MasterCard and Visa is not going to take shit away. Right. They get, they, trust me, they just ain't. Because right. MasterCard pulled away from half of these motherfucking platforms, they wouldn't make no goddamn money. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, period. <clears throat> so, All of a sudden, yeah. they're- 
it's, it's, it's a trip. So I done held you on here for almost an hour. And people, you know, I'm going to have to bring her back. Because she, you know, I bring my pop mommies back all the time. So can I call you a smoke buddy, gorgeous? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There you go. So y'all will hear her again. Because, you know, maybe one day I might convince her over the camera. But if she don't, she'll be back regardless. So okay. y'all can hear that sexy voice, that social sexy voice. <laughs> yes, again. And also, y'all also need to know, Excite Buddy, go there. Premium Smoke Room is there. We're talking about three tiers. Great perks for each of the tiers. And it gets wilder. It gets crazier. It gets more buck wild. It gets more candid. Titties come out. Dildos pop out. No telling what these girls would do because we're not on Spotify no goddamn more. So Spotify, continue to take down them episodes that y'all want to take down because you ain't stopping nothing. So with that being said, y'all know what y'all need to do. Go over to Excite Buddy. The link is in the description. Go over there, subscribe. He would do the first tier, which is $4.99 a month. That way you can see all the podcasts. Then I have other tiers. Well, you know, there's perks. You can read about that. And for you people that enjoy it on Spotify, well, continue to get a subscription on Spotify for $9.99 a month because you know the best smoke is always premium. Now, with that being said, you sexy lady, tell everybody where they can spend money on you, listen to you, see you, follow you, and all that good stuff. Well, you can find my podcast pretty much on most podcast apps, uh, oh fuck yeah with Gwen Willow and then I have books on Amazon audiobooks on Audible I'll not save her work and um, Barnes and Noble Kobo Smashwords um, I do have some subscription sites also in addition to the podcast I'm on Fansly and I'm also I just do sexy pictures there and then I also have a Patreon as well and so, yeah, check oh, me out. I've, oh, she do have some sexy pictures, huh? I have sexy pictures. I don't I do not do nudes at this point, but I have sexy pictures on Fansly. And I do have people that subscribe to me, so that's always fun. I, I do enjoy sexy, How tall are you? Mm-hmm. How tall are you? How tall am I? Oh, I'm short. I'm 5'3". <laughs> she people have to describe. She's sexy blonde. Now I can see that she busted. She probably got thick hips and a nice ass. I I have yeah I have uh, I'm I'm a 36 G so I I I have breasts. <laughs> oh yeah, it's natural. I didn't I'm not enhanced. That's my natural size. See people yeah so so if you want to see her you better subscribe to her fancy and everything. And y'all need to check out her podcast. What's the name of it? Oh fuck yeah with Ruin Willow. There you go. Y'all need to go check out that podcast. The the erotic stories is great. The guests are wonderful. Great interviews, all that. You know, I'm going to promote my pod mommy. So with that being said, we're at the end of another Smokers Lounge. You know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to them, gorgeous. Thank you for having me. Bye-bye. Yeah.